on with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic duo of the nerds. I am the nerd and you are. Nerdette. And it's Friday, which means we made it through another week. How was your week? Let's just start there. Mine was peachy. I didn't yeah. do a damn thing, so. You didn't do shit all week, did you? Nope. Well, you did do something today and uh, our nostrils and our sinuses, thank you. You changed out the air filter. So let's talk oh, about that for experience. For sakes, man. How was it? it, it it was changing the air filter. <laughs> that was the most exciting thing of the week. Like, I, okay, well, I do things. Yeah. Like, things get done on that. People are wearing clean clothes. There are clean dishes. Like, yeah, I that's do what I'm things. Saying. I'm like, just saying, know, but that's nothing of note. I don't need to discuss. You don't think people discuss don't want to hear, like, an hour and a half podcast I do? No. about, like, household chores and stuff? No. You sure? <laughs> just know they get done. I'm not just yeah. on the couch. I get up for like 30 seconds and do something real quick and go back. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Well, you've I, been a real busy bee, though, uh, watching things, haven't you? You've been watching some good things on TV? Um, let's see. I watch a, f- a lot of documentaries, man. <laughs> I watch mm-hmm. more documentaries. I, now I need to <clears throat> get into a show because when I'm just like randomly searching... I end up on a fucking documentary, and I can only watch so many in a row. Mm-hmm. No matter what it's about, it doesn't matter what it's about. Like I can only do a handful at a time, and then like I need a show. So, I watched uh, Kim versus Kanye: The Divorce on on Max, and I'm like, well, this will be interesting. Not like we didn't fucking were forced to live that shit the entire time. I mean, I could have written I'm just a damn like, documentary, but I knew there would be drama. I'm like, oh well, this would be interesting. The first episode is like basically from his point of view and his lawyers and his shit. Yeah. Kanye's a genius. He's so fucking smart. And then the second blah, blah, episode blah. was uh, from her point of view with her yeah. people talking and mm. stuff like that. And it listen, it passed two hours for me. Yeah. And I I was enjoying it. I'm like, so it is what it is. Was I don't really do. No, not really. No. Did they talk about him having to buy her sex tape back from the guy she was doing no. it with? They didn't talk about that. They didn't. What the fuck did they talk about then? <sighs> They went over. They kept. They brought up that. Did you know fucking, Kanye was a rapper? <laughs> they they brought up his bipolar and they brought up yeah. uh, that. Uh, That's no fun. That thing they had he had in Charleston that um, when he was going for president. What the fuck is that called? When they he's we talking to people. Long campaign. Yeah, what, campaign like he trail, had yeah. like a bunch of people there. And he was talking and how he was rambling about <laughs> wanting her to board north or whatever. I don't know. It was it was just a lot of stuff we already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever. That was that was two episodes on on Max that just was passing really just passing the time, yeah. and then I went to Netflix and they had two at least they were new to me because I didn't see them up there before, <clears throat> two new um, untold stories on Netflix, and they usually do really good documentaries. <clears throat> you all right? Um, I don't, dude. I don't <laughs> know what's wrong with me. Changing that damn um, air filter. That's what happened. It's, it, it's probably all that freaking nastiness is in my throat yeah. now. Uh, untold Johnny Football I watched Johnny Manziel college football player he was decent in college came to the yeah. pros and fucking stunk it up how was that 
That was that was pretty good. I don't I I don't know. It, it was it was all right. I have no idea who this fucking dude was. His family had money. He was a decent college football player. Came to the pros with a lot of hype. I don't think his family had money. Really? That, see, that's, that's the impression I, I was always that. under. That his family had money. I when I watched it, I think he lied about a lot of shit. Oh shit! How it was like all the scam. But his like, family had money. He, they 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 said it. Because Why would you lie he about was that? he was doing stuff to to he was doing autographs and shit that he wasn't supposed to be doing. He was with because you're not allowed money. to do that. Yeah, but he was, he was spending. Payments. He was going on jets. He was uh, doing concerts. He was partying. He had like Gucci watches and shit. Like he yeah. had. And they're like, how the fuck are you paying this? You're a college student with no money. Yeah. So him and his buddy came up with the plan that well they came from money. Uh, his family had money. I don't. Th- I don't think. See, I mean, it was a new. few days ago I watched it. I'm almost positive his family does not have money. See, that's something new because I was always under the impression because they said it during because they always go back and they tell you the stories yeah, about it's, the players. Yeah, it showed Skip Bayless saying that it was like an oil family and all. Yeah, this. that's what I heard too. He, yeah, he had <laughs> I don't money. Think so. that, that's what I thought it was like. His family came from like oil. Yeah, that's what it was. Oil. I'm 90 percent hmm. positive that I'm remembering that correctly, and he sure. did not have money, and he admitted it. He's like, we just said it because I had to explain where. I was giving him money. That makes sense. To That's go a, and spend all this shit. Dude, he fooled a lot of people. He fooled the ESPN. Yeah. I mean, they dig deep into... You're supposed to dig deep. I mean, you go to the fucking draft, they know everything about you. And he got away with that lie. So, fuck. Mm-hmm. Unless they covered it because he was Johnny Football. But they made a lot of money on him. They did. And he wasn't getting paid anything. Yeah. So, like, He was trying whatever. to trademark the name Johnny Football, if I remember correctly. Um, also, I watched the Untold Jake Paul one. Mm-hmm. And that was good. Um, if you're under 30 years old, there should not be a fucking documentary about you. Listen, I, I don't... If you're under 50, you shouldn't have one about you. Only thing I know about him is that he was a YouTube person that, thank God, yeah. the kids never cared for. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube person, and then he now he's boxing all of a sudden. So I, I, I did enjoy watching that. Um, but I'm out there watching it. I'm watching Because when you talk... And I've admitted this before. A lot of I'm not listening. That's Likewise. So. <laughs> and that's fair. I'm watching this out there, and it's like fight after fight after fight, and he's knocking these people out, and I'm like, well, good for him, but I'm, I kept thinking to myself, why isn't he fighting a fucking boxer? Mm-hmm. He's fighting an NBA player, he's fighting uh, UFC people, and I'm like, none, you're talking all this shit, you're running your mouth so mm-hmm. much, but you're not fighting a fighter. Like, yeah. it's not... I go, someone's skilled in what you're skilled in. Yeah, you're boxing, saying you're the greatest fucking thing ever, but you're not fighting a boxer, and I was getting so pissed. And then finally, like, it's like, oh, and then Mm. he has this fight with this person. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Because I'm sure, like, didn't he just have a recent fight, like, recently? Yeah, he just, yeah, he just fought uh, Nate Diaz. That was a fight I stayed up to watch the other night. See, like, yeah, I I don't fucking think. He fought Tommy Fury and and lost. That's the the one that's on the documentary. Yeah. So, I'm like, oh, okay, well, at least he finally fought a freaking boxer mm-hmm. because, like, you can't be running your mouth and then not, like, backing not up. fight somebody, yeah. So, I, I did like that one. I, I thought that was really good, and it it ended with him getting ready for the, the next fight, but I didn't know who it was, and obviously it was the one that you just saw. Yeah. I thought he lost so. that fight, too, man. I mean, they, they, he came along strive, uh, strong in the second half of it. Was that uh, an actual boxer? No. <laughs> oh, so he, he, he lost to the... Real boxer. He lost to the real boxer. And now he's I, back to fighting. Know, it was a tale Randos. of two fights. When I reviewed the fight, he, like he he won the first half of the fight, knocked the guy down, and then the second half of the fight, he he just looked like he didn't belong. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. He stopped pushing so much. You know, the guy was to control of the fight. I thought the other guy did enough to, to win. Weird. 
Yeah, it's fucking I, I weird. Know. So I, I did. I really did find that interesting. Um, and then I watched Oscar De La Hoya, The Golden Boy. I saw this one and too. And this was extremely long. Mm-hmm. It's two episodes, but I'm just like, wow, this fucking hour is taking forever. And I think they're like an hour and 40 minutes each episode yeah. or some shit. And I'm just That like, was a good one. So I was um, I was watching that, and I found that extremely interesting. Yeah. Um, the fight ones always are because they come traditionally from troubled backgrounds, a lot of yeah. the fighters. So I, I like, because they're, they're always rag to riches story, and, and you, know, you can obviously relate to that being in the rags part my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to see that. It was good. I did. I did like that one a lot because mm-hmm. I. I remember a couple of those fights that he did. I remember us watching the fucking um, the Pacquiao one and the one right before that. Who the fuck did he fight right before that? I don't remember. I was never. I was oh, never a fan of his. Oh my god! What you? I can't remember. May- but I rem- it wasn't Mayweather. It was two thousand seven. Yes. Was it Mayweather? Yes. That he fought Mayweather like, then Pacquiao, huh? Shit. Yeah. Damn, he went out. So I'm. I'm losing. like, oh, I remember watch because that's back when we. Right after we first got together, we actually started watching all those fucking pay-per-views. We were watching that. We were watching all the stupid, yeah. boring wrestling ones. Yeah. So <clears throat> you saw Roy Jones Jr.'s pay-per-view. He fought too. Yeah, I don't know, but like, those were interesting. We found websites. And then I watched. Uh, oh wait, you're skipping over the best part of the what? De La Hoya thing when they were talking about him and all the fucking cross-dressing I shit. Like, and... I don't know, man. I didn't know it was that deep. So this dude was a liar too. So you have you have Johnny Football who dude. fucking lied. And then I watched this guy, and this guy was a liar. So, Man, fuck it. it was really <laughs> deep, though, how they got... Because I remember the pictures. Everybody saw mm-hmm. these pictures of De La Hoya, and they were saying they were photoshopped or doctored when they first came out. It was him in, like, lingerie. He had, like, uh, like those fishnet stockings on, makeup. He had a wig on, and he looked like a transgender. He, he was dressed just like him. And he said what I thought in, yeah. was interesting with those pictures is that, is that at some point in that documentary... He is said to, like, I remember him saying, I didn't know there were pictures. And as they're showing picture after picture after picture, it's him looking at the camera, smiling Look, he for was, every picture. He was also, picture. in his defense, he was drunk. He was <laughs> drunk, man. He was on some shit. He was drinking and partying. Oh, I don't know. Like, Pacquiao that's... broke his face in his spirit, man. He, he went right to alcohol and drugs after that. He was partying after that fight. He retired and just got messed up. Yeah, I don't know. That was it. Was really interesting. That it was very long. Though. His wife would buy outfits for both of them, and and remember that she was saying, "I always to buy outfits for both of them." For, no, for us. that and was man, the girlfriend. Oh, well, whoever it was, someone was buying. Some yeah. chick was buying them clothes, like girl clothes. That was he's a, like just cheated on everybody. Man had kids Why? everywhere. There's something wrong with you mentally. I mean, I have never well, once in my he's life getting punched in the head repeatedly. Dude, I've. Traditionally, my entire life, I've been around nothing but women. My 40 years of life, almost 41 this month, surrounded by women. As a kid, three sisters and a mom, straight up to my adulthood, you and the girls. And that's been my whole life. I have seen women's clothes all over the house. I've seen panties, fucking bras. You you name the garment, I've seen it laying around the house. I've never once had a thought cross my head, what would it feel like to put that on? There's something wrong with Oscar De La Hoya. I'm not saying the guy's a pervert or anything, but he he might have those tendencies. He might be on that on that rainbow flag, you know. He he, he must be a participant, if you will, in that shit. Because that's just weird. I mean, why would you want to put it on? It's just you know. Yeah. Oh oh, I'm gonna feel it on my. So like you could pick it up and you know what it feel the texture of it, right? Why do you have to put it on and wear those it? Pictures were just so bad. It's disturbing. It was, they were just so bad, him posing and stuff. Like, I just, I just don't even. 
It's fucking I disturbing. Know. I do. I do feel bad for him though. Like he he had a, a fucked up upbringing yeah. too. Like the whole thing. Yeah. All these interview. Uh, all these documentaries were fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they have to learn how to fight. There's a reason why they're good fighters, so they've been fighting their whole lives for a reason. Uh, yeah, so those were all the documentaries, which was a lot. That took up a lot of time. And then I watched, of course, uh, Big Brother the last two days. Oh, did you see the racist <sighs> dude get kicked off? Or the one that they're calling? He, he, he wasn't even racist. He no, said I the know. N-word and, and he was talking to a black dude. They were talking and having a good time right after that. There, I have a lot to say, and I'm going to be very careful with no, what I it. say. Let it out. I am like I'm. I will get to what he said, but I am so fucking sick and tired of fucking people going into this goddamn house, and not watching what the fuck they say. There are like a hundred freaking cameras and microphones in this house, and those things don't ever shut off, and they don't show everything on on TV. Mm-hmm. There's only three hours a week that they show, forty five minutes a piece or whatever the fuck it is. The live feeds are on 24 fucking 7. If I go into the living room right now and turn it on, I will see what the fuck they're doing. Mm. I will hear every word that is being said. So when you step foot into that fucking house, you gotta watch your mouth. I don't understand why this shit keeps fucking happening. Yeah. Last year was some bullshit with, uh, I, um, I think his name was Kyle. Ugh. And he, he said something, and I, I would... I completely fucking agree with him, so I don't care if people get pissed off over that. He was... The year before... Two years ago, there was a huge alliance that I got pissed off over, and they were called a cookout. And I remember coming on the show and saying, I'm getting fucking sick of this shit. Why is no one seeing that one by one, everyone is getting booted out? All the white people, gone. Boom, boom, boom. Like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm like, how are they not fucking seeing it? They're all sitting on the couch, there's two white people left. Are you fucking kidding me? You don't see that shit? Mm-hmm. So then the next season, which was last season, this kid Kyle, who was a fucking idiot, um, wasn't one of my favorite players, but I just happened to agree with him. He came into the house and he made a statement saying that, uh, I can't, he said it to someone, saying, look, we gotta be careful. We gotta make sure that another cookout doesn't happen. All of a sudden, that's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And that's racist, and you shouldn't be talking like that. Yeah. And now it went on and on and on. That went on for a couple of weeks. And then when it suited somebody who was in that conversation, it suited their game to out that per- out Kyle for what he said for one fucking comment. He said the he, cookout. Yeah. He went to everybody in the house and let everyone know. And then, of course, they had to boot the guy because that's racist. You can't be saying that. Blah, blah, blah. It was just a comment like, look, we got to make sure... That we don't... The same shit doesn't happen. Like All they did was make up... <laughs> just make sure that another alliance like that doesn't just steamroll right the fuck through. They made up a like situation. <laughs> but it was okay when they could have fucking did that it. The situation happened, and it didn't happen the way that they described it. It was just a harmless thing so, they said. This, is, this, is, I don't, this has been going on for the last couple of years. Like People need to just get it together and just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So then this one pops up, and they're having a ca- casual conversation... There's uh, there's four guys in the room, including one black dude, right? Mm-hmm. Who is, by the way, the Survivor's Legends fucking son, right? So this everyone's watching this kid. Yeah. So he's in the room, and it's just a casual conversation, like they're fucking friends, whatever. And this kid just drops the the n bomb, and immediately the two other guys leave. But he said it. The- 
the friendly way. He yeah, it, like well, I said casually, like it yeah. was just a normal conversation. Not the ER. They were yeah, they were just like chilling out and talking, and the two dudes left, and now the black dude is still sitting there, mm-hmm. and he's not really saying much. He's just like, dude, that was fucked up, you know. Yeah, he didn't but care. Then they start having a con- the two of them start having a conversation, and they're like, well. How did the white guys get so fucking offended, but you didn't? Yeah. And it was like a whole thing. Now, he didn't, like, apologize for it. Bro's not cool, bro. Or anything like that. So, it, it, I mean, it is a problem, but the feeds, like, started, they shut down. They were off for a day and a half. And then the feeds go, like, he's gone. They had right? to shut the feeds down for the 24 hours. The feeds were down because of what this word. was said. So, he is now booted. He was booted out early... Th- I don't know. It yeah. was either Wednesday or Thursday. Hilarious. I don't know. And then the the episode airs, so everyone is like, "How are they going to air this shit?" <laughs> because we need to like it needs to be explained. They barely even explain. It's like super quick in the episode. Like it's yeah. not a big fucking deal. They all apologize. They all fucking like, like that no. Dude's feet. It was just like it was quickly mentioned. Is like, well, he's gone now because he used a derogatory term. Boom. Yeah. On to the next thing. Like it wasn't. It was no big deal. I don't know. And then people online were pissed off because Jared, the black kid, wasn't offended enough. So now they're not just pissed off at this Luke dude for dropping the N-word. Yeah. They're mad at the black dude for not getting fucking pissed. Like, this hurt me so much, but it didn't hurt you so much. So, like, I'm mad at you. People online are so offended over it. Like, they're just like... So now they're pissed off at both these fucking contestants. <laughs> and then the dad yeah. of the white guy goes online and is like, Look, his stepmother is black. He has black he siblings. Cousins, yeah. He just said... He's yeah. not racist. And if you just have... But you can't say that on TV either, right? It's, it when sounds people like he's are... around a lot of them, right? And if you're around somebody a lot and they're saying something and if you a talk lot, like you're going to pick up their vernacular. With those with, yeah. with people and you're surra- like, and that's just how you all talk. Yeah. But you are now on a TV show. And you have to. He was completely wrong. Like you've got to be careful, man. He's, he he probably said it because it's a part of his vocabulary, right. not in a bad way either. And he's you like, take a white woman from Connecticut, make her live in oh. Mexico for five years. She's going to come back to Connecticut saying, can I have a quesadilla? She's, she's, she's going to be trying to use words that she picked up, and that's probably what happened to him. He probably <laughs> hangs out with a lot of black people. They use the word freely. He yeah. probably used it freely, and they were okay with it. So it just became like, okay, and it just slipped. I'm sure it slipped. It is It is told before they walk in the house that they can't use that language. They can't. Yeah. Like, they are told. So he, they needed to get rid of him. Like, you, you violated the contract. You, you're you not allowed to say words like that, whatever. But Has like a black for person people, ever said it on the show to another? No. Okay, I'm just wondering. I've never seen no. it. No. And I, I don't think it's been... I think it was possibly said once like years and years ago in a different country though it was a different country's oh. big brother like it doesn't happen uh, so I, I don't it's just like I'm sick of this shit like when you go in there and like watch your fucking mouth yeah. this shit is always on like on stop TV. being fucking stupid and then I'm sick of people online getting so fucking goddamn offended he's like he wasn't being mean he was having a, a regular conversation with his boys and then the freaking I that's don't know that's exactly what happened and they're, then they're, they're mad at the black kid they're mad at him for, for not causing for, for not Given the reaction that they expected, because they have a preconceived notion in their head of what black people are. So stupid. And that's the racist part of it all, is that they have that preconceived notion. A black dude's like, he doesn't, he's like, I don't care. He's just like, well, <laughs> I mean, that's fucked up. But And then it was just like a normal yeah. conversation. 
And they're like, oh, well, he, he didn't handle it correctly. He should have been mad. And then the supposed to fight the guy? <laughs> they wanted that reality TV moment of like him fucking jumping up and down, everyone holding him back. Just ridiculous. I'm telling you, I don't know he what the show is turning into. He but... realistic. He's like, who gives a fuck? God. You know, I, know. I mean, that's just the way it should be. Unless he said, you motherfucking N-word. Then, yeah. then there's a fight. But he, but he, he was like, man, this fucking N-word. Because that's probably the way he, he is. Because a lot of white people use that word that way. <laughs> they do a lot of white people more white people probably call other white people that in in like a friendly way you know it's just they call them wiggers the white people are doing it it's just the way it is if you don't, don't want people to use the word then, then cancel the fucking word and that means yeah. no one no one uses it it's a problem use it, it's a period. problem like why the fuck are rap people calling each other make it a big deal they, yeah. you know how powerful know. the media is they can make a word disappear they can depower a word they can make a word mean something they can make people do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, we've seen it over the past few years. Why don't they just ban the word? Be like, listen, this word's ugly. No one should use it. No. There's a lot of words that should just too be much canceled confusion. and banned. And just like it, but other people... If people are allowed to say it, then everyone should be able to... I just don't too much it. confusion. How come in an interview, Dr. Dre could be like, yo, Eminem is my N, and no one bats an eye? Yeah. But if Eminem goes, yep, I'm his N, yeah. no! <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, yeah. no, you can't say that, but, but, I'm, but I'm his N. No, you can't say what you are to him. Like, the funny mean? thing it's is... It's so stupid. It's only been nine days. Yeah. There's a hundred fucking days for the show. This is the first nine. They already blew their load the first fucking week of the show. This, Oh my Mm. God. Like, I just don't, I don't know. So, Mm -hmm. but I mean, they sign a contract, they're told what not to do. And so that's that he's gone now. But like, even the episode barely even touched on it. It Mm -hmm. was just like, oh, that happened. Slip of the tongue. Boom. Mm -hmm. Gone. Fucking nightmare. (laughs) I mean, what? kind of world are we living in here what else did you watch that's it man that's enough and you reading all these articles you watch a lot of shit yeah i haven't, I haven't really been uh been been watching too much stuff here i i watched insidious the red door i oh, didn't like clear? it okay. i tried to watch it it was clear it was still a very dark movie which i understand it's a horror movie i don't know about this movie man i, I didn't like it I just didn't like it. And I love the Insidious movies. I like everything they've ever done. This movie just didn't do it for me. I, I, I don't even want to really waste time talking about it. I mean, they, they they tried a different approach to it, and it just didn't feel like the other Insidious movies. And it really didn't get good until they started introducing the, like the, the jump scares that they're famous for. And those weren't as good as they used to be. And they tried to use the old style, like uh, they were playing that Tiny Tim song, and they went into that like underground, further area, whatever the fuck it's called. And I, I don't know, it, it just it just didn't do it for me, man. I don't know, that movie was a fucking waste of my time. I would give that a solid fucking F yeah. in cities. It was just a shitty movie. Did watch another movie from way back when called Frailty. Okay. And this movie was fucking good, man. It stars Matthew McConaughey. And it, this was an older movie. This is back when he had, like, fucking uh, curly hair and shit, man. He was, like, fucking young. He, he was, like, a kid back then. And this movie's about this, like, weird, like, backwoods family very religious and uh, there's like a, a murder that goes down and the dad is uh, like possessed by something and the whole movie you think the dad is like this fucking bad guy and he's raising his sons alone and he's got one son on his side about God and the devil and God wants me to kill these people and do this shit and there's a weird fucking twist in the end of the movie and it's one of those movies where if I go too much into detail I'll give too much away for, about it but if you're one of those people that likes to watch like a, a movie that has like a good twist to it and you know, like you're you're just watching like a psychological thriller, I guess would be the the genre of this one. That, that was a pretty good movie. There was another movie I watched called The Artifice Girl, which is a uh, artificial intelligence. I mean, that's artifice, 
uh, artificial intelligence uh, movie. It's about this girl. She's like a computer-generated thing. And they're using her to catch pedophiles on the internet. The way she's coded is to like talk to these people. And they're supposed to catch them. And it's, they're all in this room and they're talking to the robot trying to get information from it. And it turns out the robot's more advanced than it actually is. And then it, 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 this is a weird movie to try to describe though because it's like it's going in one direction and then it like stops and then they play like a jingle, like, you know, like, like, like a song. And then it starts playing the movie again, and it's like, how, however many years in the future, you don't know what the time jump is. It's just people are older, and then you're like, what the fuck? But the robot's still the same age, and it's like talking to them and shit. It's don't really know what the fuck I was watching with this one. It was just one of those movies where I'm just like, all right, I'm trying to follow it, and it's about artificial intelligence and how it gets smarter and like gets kind of manipulative, and it just advances and whatnot. Didn't really know what the fuck it was about, but I mean, I watched it to the end. It was pretty decent. I watched uh, A Ghost Story. It was another movie here. This one's got... Casey Affleck in it, uh, Ben Affleck's little brother. Yeah. And I can't remember the actress's name, but it starts off with, like, they're a young couple, and they move into this house, and they're, like, happy, everything's great, and then something happens, and the guy's dead. And it shows the girl trying to get over him. The guy comes back as a ghost with a sheet over himself. You know, like the, like the old-school Scooby-Doo villain ghost, boo, with a fucking sheet over him. That's what he, he's wearing the whole time, and he's watching her grieve over him. And he can't leave this house. He's like in the house. It's like it, it, it reminds me of Beetlejuice in the movie Ghost. Oh, yeah. And he's he's in there, he's watching her, and then finally, like a couple of years pass by, and he's just standing there. Just it, it's eerie. It's like Michael Myers would stand and stalk his victims. That you see you see the ghost just standing there, just looking at her and watching her. It's so fucking sad without saying words. And finally she's like, I have to leave this house, and she she writes a note and puts it inside the wall, how some people will, will do that when they leave a place. And she just packed up and left, and the house is empty, and the ghost is still there, and there's Ugh. nothing in the house. He's just sitting there, just like staring out at the window, and then he starts trying to scratch at the wall to get the note to see what the note says. And then like years are that passing. Sad. It's it's one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. And he's scratching, trying to get to that note, and then it shows other people moving into the house. There's like a Mexican family, and and he starts fucking with them to scare them to get them out of there. Yeah. And then as soon as that family leaves, he scares them enough. He starts scratching back at that wall again. It's empty. It's scratching the wall. And a party house comes in and they fuck the house up and then it's the house is like destroyed the house that him and that him and his girl built together. It's a mess and he's still in that house as a fucking ghost. And he's scratching and scratching. And then it turns out he has like a girlfriend ghost across the street and the same kind of fucking uh, ghost thing. Oh god. And and they're looking at each other without saying anything. And then finally, like, you know, it shows the future and the houses are being bulldozed to put other shit there. And then this is like years have passed at this point. The houses are both bulldozed and it shows him standing there and then he's looking across at the other one standing there. And I guess she realizes that her people aren't coming back for her. And then the rope drops. The sheet drops. And then yeah. it's like, oh, so she passed on, like moved on. And then he's still standing there waiting for That's his horrible. people to come back. And the fight, he almost gets the note out the wall when that building comes down. And then it fucking shows him like in the far future. And he's like on top of this like high rise in the future. And it's like, I'm giving away the whole fucking movie. But and he, all right, check this movie out. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> That's man. sad. It, it's a sad fucking movie, man. It's called Ghost Story. If you want to see a sad movie, and I know there's a lot of people out there that like to cry for some odd reason, watch <laughs> this movie, man. Seriously, I am so glad that I watched this one because this isn't one I, I normally would have watched, but this one was freaking amazing. It, it, it really was. It was a really good movie. It's just so fucking sad. I'm like, this movie makes fucking ghosts look like coming to America. Seriously, it was that fucking crazy. It was just, it was just a really sad movie. 
Uh, of course, I'm watching another thing here. Before you get to that. What's that? Because I forgot to say that I watched the Ray Donovan movie. Oh, go for it. And it, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It was good. And because you're about to get to what you're watching, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into detail or anything. Yeah. But I I, I think it would have been a completely different movie if they had skipped three to six months, because this one character just was a complete fucking bitch in this movie. That being said, she had a reason to be a complete bitch, but still, like, oh my god. Like, if they had just waited a little bit of time, <laughs> let some time go by, and then do this movie, it would have been great. But mm-hmm. that that movie was really good. Really mm-hmm. good. I'm glad that like, I decided to watch it. I forgot there was something else I wanted to talk about, too, and, and, and I had to write that down here to notes. We're going to get get on that after. The shit <laughs> I had to deal with last night and, and right before the show. But... Uh, yeah, so I'm watching the, the show based off your recommendation. Uh, uh, Ray Liotta, I'm watching his uh, Ray Donovan. <laughs> Ray Donovan. On Showtime. I, I know it's Ray Donovan. Um, I'm at season one, episode eleven, right now. I'm watching it with my return best friend. We're watching the show together. She loves it, by the way. Good, 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 good. I love it. It's a really good fucking show, man. It's very funny. A lot funnier than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. John Voight fucking steals this show, man. Did you not hear me cracking up in the living room when I was watching that show? I did, but like you laugh at everything. You, you talk yeah, to yourself. True. I didn't know if you were laughing at something. <laughs> you and the you and Sherry were playing with your tits and dialing each other messages or whatever the hell you were doing. No, it is absolutely hilarious, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking John Voight is the star of this show, hands down. He says some of the funniest shit. And in this show, he has this like obsession with black women. Yeah. And... The fuck, I, I, you you have to see it. It doesn't do it justice, so I'm going to tell it, but he's he's like a fun-loving, cool older grandpa in this show that loves black women. That, would you say yeah. that's a fair way to... That's exactly what it is, yeah. He he has these two black girls. Don't know where the fuck he found them. He brings them to this party, <laughs> and he's like, can you two twerk? <laughs> and the way he says it is so funny. And he has other women the same thing in the show, but man, he's just fucking priceless in that show. He's an ass man. Yeah, he even says, yeah. like, I'm an ass man. And then he says something like, he, he's like at, at some sexual uh, abuse clinic or some shit. And they're all talking about their sad stories. And the guy's like, he's like, he forced oral rape on me. <laughs> and then he goes, I could go for some fucking oral rape right now. <laughs> and he offends everybody there. And they're like, you got to go, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Funny fucking He's a character man. who is a scumbag. Yeah. And but I loved him. So funny. I loved him, but I hated him mm-hmm. because he is a scumbag. But then he, he makes says things <laughs> that is just hilarious. And then like the way he moves, he does this like weird this fucking old move. man move. Man. <laughs> and he like he he like there's a thing that he does with his mouth, like he sucks his teeth, mm-hmm. and it's just like, cracked mm-hmm. me up. Yeah, he does that shit. He's the I love creepiest, him. just the funniest old man. Yeah. But he's just, I don't know, just a scumbag, and I, I loved him. Yeah. All right. I hated him. I like the show so far, <laughs> so definitely a thumbs up, man. We were Good. busy. We, we were making up for lost time. We watched a lot of shit, so, I mean, definitely watched a lot of shit. I'm, I'm glad I'm both of you fan. like it. Good. I fucking love that show. Now let's talk about the fucking dumb shit that I got last night, okay? So I got a fucking message on Skype. And, man, holy shit. It's like this fucking person who wants to come on the show. It's their representative contacts me last night and saying, Hey, 
so-and-so is a little nervous about coming on your show and is having second thoughts. And before I even go further on this, this person reached out to me wanting to come on the show. Yep. I've had some of the people on in the past and, and it's, hey, I want this person to come on. So they really want to come on your show. Well, all right, fine. Get them booked. We have a little format written and everything I had set up. Ready to go. You know, they're a little concerned about your co-host vulgarity. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a second. You're talking to me about my co-host, which would be you. Right. If you're too vulgar, what the fuck do you want to talk to me for? <laughs> so obviously there's a lot of confusion going on. So I screenshot this and send it to you. And I'm not changing who the fuck I am. You're not changing the fuck you are. No. We're not. I mean, you asked to come here. Yeah. You're trying to dictate the rules. So get the fuck out. You know, fuck you. So I'm like, I have no you interest. You asked to be interviewed. Yeah. By our show. Yeah. And then you insulted our show. <laughs> too vulgar. Wait, so, what? I don't get it. I like I like what the fuck. I'm more insulted that they said you're the vulgar one. I got to step my shit up, I guess. Well, how many times have I sworn already? I mean, fuck. <laughs> started. Maybe you do curse more. Than I me. do. I, we should have a poll. I <laughs> have a trucker more, mouth, you man. Or me. I don't. I can't help it. Jeez, I'm gonna start cussing more now just to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm sitting there like, all right, Not well, I have for children. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so I'm like, well, I have no interest in this person. Goodbye. You have a good night, and then immediately right back. Well, well, this other person wants to come on. They're going to be free on on, on, on this day. At, at this time, they could take their place. I'm like, I have no interest in any of your fucking people, man. You guys are that fucking sensitive, you know? Fuck you guys. You reach out, wanting to come on the show. You say, all right, fine. We have a day and a time set. And then all of a sudden, oh. it's too vulgar. Then get the fuck out of here, you piece of shit. You asked to come here. If I would have reached out to you, I would completely understand. All right, fine. Have a nice day. Sorry, it didn't work out. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You asked to come on a show, and then you and, and then you have a list. You're not fucking Van Halen booking Madison Square Garden. You're not going to sit there and be like, yeah, we want, you know, all brown M&Ms taken out of our fucking trailer. You ain't shit. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. You don't ask to go in a place and then make demands of the place you're asking to go on because, we, because we're doing you a favor at this point. So I'm like, all right, fuck this, you know, and then I, I reached out to my pal and I'm not calling super agent anymore. They want to be referred to as Boogie, I guess. So we're going to say Boogie. So I go, hey, Boogie, check this shit out. Can you please take them off my hands because they like to troll people? So they were, uh, you know, fucking with them last night. And then I wake up this morning and they're saying these people are losing their fucking minds. Now this woman wants to come back on the show to tell her story and is mad at her agent person who's, who's begging me to have this person on the show because they're going to get let go. And let, let me just say, this is not like some fucking, like, this isn't Tom Cruise. Yeah. This is just some random ass person who's fucking crazy in the head. I love crazy. That, that thinks, what is this? The one that fights demons? Or no, this is what a, is this one? This is the one that got kidnapped by an alien when they were five. Yes, fuck off, bitch. This is like weekly world news right here. I love this kind you of crazy stuff. crazy bitch. Like, get so, the fuck out of here. So, yes, that's the vulgar one if you haven't gotten it by now. Fuck off. So, uh, thank you to Bobby for uh, de- dealing with these the crazy people. I, I don't get it. I, I, <laughs> I just don't get it. Fuck you. So this person desperately wanted to get back on and the book their people, and I was just like, no. I was like, you can have fun. No, you can go back to your aliens. So thank you, Buggy, for uh, having bitch. fun with these people. And that's pretty much all I did. I, you know, been been working and hanging out and watching stuff with my BFF. <sighs> Life is good. What about you? Got no, anything else I'm you want good. to add to no, this? No, I'm good. I'm ready to get into the days because I think we went an hour. Yeah. In the intro. So. All right. Let's it's almost time it. for the asshole story. All right, let's fucking. All right, you're an asshole. Let's tell people what they can do with themselves. It's Friday. We made it, everybody. So excited. Well, today is August 11th. It's National Hip Hop Day. Play in the Sand Day. 
and Son and Daughter Day. Mm-hmm. August 12th is Middle Child Day, National Garage Sale Day, and Truck Driver Day. Mm-hmm. August 13th is Gay Uncles Day, Melon Day, and National Filet Mignon Day. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Those are your days for the weekend. That's it? Those are really short. And I, I, bet, I, I bet I know who fucking likes them. Well, I like them. But Bill Farr, <laughs> your favorite sponsor of the show, absolutely freaking loves them. And they want you guys out there to get nostalgic with the new Animal Cookie Puff. Have you heard from Sherry yet? Um, no. She, no. What the hell is she doing? She has some self-control. She hasn't gotten them. She just ordered them. Oh, that's right. She just ordered them a couple days. Okay, so she hasn't got them yet. But when she does get these new Animal yes, Cookie Puffs, we're going to get a review, get a review from her. These look amazing, people. I haven't gotten mine yet either. So, I mean, they, I mean, I just have it because Built Bar, I just give them a lot of credibility here because every bar they've ever made is phenomenal. This one is going to be great, too. It's got 17 grams of uh, protein, 150 calories, and only 8 grams of sugar. It means you can eat a couple of these, and you can still be under your, uh, your macros for the day if you're into that keto thing like me. This one is absolutely amazing, man. It's your ultimate snack, buddy. Try it now for a taste adventure that'll make your taste buds roar and use our code VOMSHOW to save 15% and get free shipping on any order at built.com. You want we to know there's a, more of a man story? There's a movie coming out today. Are you going to watch it? Oh, the, the I, I, I can't watch it. It's, it's out today. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be on the site well, yet. It'll probably be this weekend. Hmm. Too creepy for me. You, that's not. That's not a cute Dracula. I can't. It watch is that. on our list. Of <laughs> is it? We are going to be watching. He's that movie. too scary of a Dracula for me. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I don't know, man. Sometimes, well, the thing about Dracula is, in some stories, when he's like starting out in the movie, he's always like old and decrepit, and disgusting until he gets his first kill. I'm thinking that's him before he gets his first kill. You know oh, how, and like, then he he's, turns he's like, into oh, a... Yeah, he's like thing. some handsome bastard who's fucking all the girls and yeah. shit. That's what's going to happen to him. He's going to come out looking like fucking... Okay. Some scumbag, and he's going to have his first kill, and he's going to have my looks or some shit. You know, he's going to be fucking just all the girls and the dimples yeah, and everything. Your looks. <laughs> the sure. abs just rippling, you know what I mean? Twink arms and shit. Twink. I am built like a fucking twink. i got to start bulking up here a bit. <laughs> all right, so happy birthday to you from Voices of Misery in Florida, man. Today's August 11th, which means you're a Leo and you don't matter. What the fuck? This is a brand new Florida man story. Breaking news, man. This Florida man will be a legend because he shot his son six times after nearly being run over by him. This one just happened. God. He fired shots at his son after an argument over a damaged garage door escalated. Deputies with the Brevard County Sheriff's Office responded to a Cocoa Beach neighborhood after reports of a disturbance on August 5th. They arrived to find the father, 62, who told the deputies that his son, 38, had driven his white pickup truck into the garage door, causing significant damage. The son had already left the home, but the father told deputies that if his son returned, they were going to have to peel him off the pavement. A few hours later, the man's son came back. I guess he was like, all right, motherfucker, let's see you peel me off the ground. The dad told deputies he was standing in his driveway when, according to the affidavit, the son rapidly accelerated the vehicle towards him as if attempting to run him over. Oh my God. The father yelled for his son to stop multiple times, but the son continued to speed toward him inside the truck. The father said he pulled out a handgun and fired the direction of the son six times to get him to stop. However, surveillance footage from a neighbor's house showed the pickup truck stopping at the end of the driveway and the father yelling at his son to come here. The video then showed the father shooting at the truck as the son backed out of the driveway. The father yelled to his son, I'm going to get you. Damn, man. The son was later found on Interstate uh, I-95 with a bullet hole in the truck's windshield and gas spilling out from a hole in the body. That was very dangerous. 
driving around a truck with gas spilling out of the shit. This yeah. is some fucking hillbilly shit, man. His son was charged with criminal mischief exceeding $1,000. His father was charged with attempted murder in the first degree and booked with assault of a deadly weapon. That's a crazy-ass family. Just another day in Florida. Happy birthday to you from the Voices of Misery. Sons like to challenge their fathers at a certain age, man. I think it's just like a, a way of life. I think, you know, we all like to try to think we're too big for ourselves when we start getting older and the hormones, testosterone are going, you know, you think you're the fucking tough shit. But this is a little bit, you know, past all that. And guys in his 20s and his dad's... Fucking, you know, I, I, I just, I just don't think that would be a normal behavior. But that's Florida for you. You ready? Something to get in the water. There's something definitely in the water <laughs> down there. You ready to get some topics here? Yeah. All right. So I got one here for you. This, this is a good one, man. I know you love the Fast and the Furious. You love Tyrese so much, right? You think he's one of the better ones there? He makes me laugh. He makes you laugh on the show. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. You know, people were saying he was having money troubles at one point. Oh, really? And he was desperate to get these movies made. That might be true because he's suing Home Depot for $1 million what? over an alleged racial profiling uh, during a store visit. You want to hear about this one? Oh, God. Tyrese Turtleface Gibson, because he looks like a ninja fucking turtle. Oh, my God. And two other plaintiffs alleged they were purposely interfered with by Home Depot employees while they attempted to make a transaction in February. On Wednesday, Gibson, 44, and two men described as associates of the Fast and Furious star who provide construction services filed a lawsuit against the home improvement company alleging that the three experienced outrageous discriminatory mistreatment and consumer racial profiling during a visit to the company's West Hills, California store in February. Apparently, he's only worth $4 million. That's it? That's his net worth, which means his house and his car and stuff like that. He, hmm. He's not... Did he do something with his money? I, all these movies, I would think he would have some a good amount of money. He was in some good movies, too. Or did they not pay him shit? I thought he was going to be a much bigger star than he came out to be. That just seems extremely low. Like, that, that's shocking to me that that's all he's worth. He did some Coca-Cola commercial, and that's how he was discovered. He was that always Coca-Cola. Remember that? Do, 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 do. Yeah. And they have a person singing it. He, he was saying they discovered him because he was a good singer. And then he had that sweet lady. Remember that song? He had that one. And, and then he made Baby Boy, which was a fucking great movie. Yeah. And then he got into his Fast and Furious. think he'd have a lot more money, but... He must have done something with it. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for fucking them hoes, man. Gotta be careful. So, anyway, him and his buddies, Eric Moore and Manuel Hernandez, are seeking over $1 million in damages to reflect the amount Gibson says he spent at Home Depot locations over his lifetime. <laughs> oh, God. So he just wants to return all his shit. Oh, my God. Maybe He's... Maybe he is broke. How do you spend a million dollars? I know it's a lifetime, but in in they don't have much. I mean, a million you, you dollars in a you, lifetime. You figure, you know, he he purchased the home, obviously. He's probably had what, a lot of work done. Forty years old. Forty four. They said. Yeah. Forty four. There's no way he spent a million dollars at Home Depot. I know, but this is what happened there. They so they all visited the location of West Hills on February 11th. The actor and musician decided to wait in his vehicle for the other men to complete the transaction with his credit card. When fans of Gibson began noticing he was in the store. So the lawsuit claims Gibson told the cashier he would allow Mora and Hernandez to use his card to complete their purchase. It alleges the cashier refused to complete the transaction even after Gibson returned to the store. The cashier gave no reasonable explanation other than repeating store policy and demanded to see a form of identification. Now, in this cashier's defense, it probably is a procedure where if you have like X amount of dollars, you have to see an ID because there's a lot of fraud. Yeah. You know? 
so the the manager refused to speak with Tyrese Gibson in person after he was uh, he was asked to see in a manager. It was only after a significant heated discussion with the cashier that Gibson was finally able to complete the transaction. The lawsuit alleges that the store employees purposely interfered with and refused to process the transaction based on the groundless suspicion uh, arising from the three men's skin colors. And in the case of Mora and Hernandez, their national origin. So this person just hates everybody, apparently, this this cashier, according to the the, the lawyer here. And they have a, a clip of this. So it's, it's just like a really grainy, you know, Home Depot security cam. And it shows everything that's going down. Nothing really escalated. It didn't get crazy or anything like that, but... But why didn't the uh, man, why did the manager refuse to come and talk to him after the manager was requested? Because they don't like dealing with that shit. I know, but that's your job. You're a fucking manager. If like someone's, I mean, I've never heard of that before. I don't know either. Like maybe they were too busy at the time, or you know, maybe the manager wasn't there. Maybe who knows? Just refusing to mm-hmm. go to a customer who's I don't know. That's weird. It's a whole fucking stupid situation. I mean, is that racism yeah. because they're following... If, if the person says they're following policy. I mean, yeah, you, you I can't just know. give someone your credit card and walk away and be like, oh, yeah, they're going to pay for it and leave. I don't I, I don't know how that works. I'm not famous, so I don't fucking know. Maybe they have a different set of rules they expect it's everyone else to follow weird. for them. You know, breaking is, policy and shit. It's weird. He's suing Home Depot. <laughs> I mean, fucking... I, weird, good, good luck with that lawsuit. Give him, and they're going to they're gonna get a little bit of money back. They'll fucking give him a million dollars. There's only one more movie that he yeah. can he can be in. So can be we like, just listen, let him film it, please, so he can get some money? If I was Arthur Blank, the home, the, like the co-owner of Home Depot, I would just go to Tyrese. Like, listen, you fucking idiot, just drop the lawsuit. I know you're fucking broke. How about I hire you for a million dollars? Why don't you sit the fuck outside and, and, and hand out lemonade, you fucking bum? And then I just walk off because that's what he's looking for. It's an easy paycheck here. There's no, there, there's nothing here. Uh. Because all the because all they have to do is say yes, this is policy. Because you know, like I, I did work at Home Depot uh, temporarily. It was overnight, though. I didn't like handle money or anything. Just temporarily during the holiday a few years back. But I'm, I'm sure that they do have these policies where if it's like X, because like you would have to do it at, at gas stations. If it's like over fifty dollars, you have to you have to if it's like a twenty dollar bill or higher or something like that. Yeah. You have to like put it in a certain safe or some shit. I mean, they have policies in place for a reason. So listen to this one, man. Another lawsuit's about to fucking happen. It's a good thing Spider-Man's not real. An eight-year-old boy let a black widow bite him because he wanted to become Spider-Man. Oh, the poor thing. Good thing Spider-Man's not real. I mean, well, I guess they can sue uh, Marvel, right, for this one, probably? You know what? Stranger things have fucking happened to me. You know what? Is there anything on the Spider-Man comic book that says you won't turn into Spider-Man <laughs> if you get bit by a spider? Seriously. Probably like, not. Then there, there's your lawsuit right there, kid. Yep. You know? Probably not. Oh, my God. This kid has a valid lawsuit based on the rules that were already approved by previous cases. Well, then they would just say, well... This coffee's hot. They they would just say, well, he didn't get bit by a black widow. Yeah. So... Well, and, and, you know, they didn't really say they said a radioactive spider. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't say which one, so... 20 million, please. God. So fucked up, man. So this eight-year-old boy allowed a black widow to bite him because he wanted to become Spider-Man. The incident occurred in the town of Vicolhoma, Oruro Department, located in the landlocked South American nation of Bolivia. Black widow spiders are several species of venomous arachnid in the genus Lactrodicus. Never again. <laughs> Never again. In most cases, female specimens feature distinctive reddish hourglass-shaped markings on the underside of their abdomen which tends to be dark in color. So this kid probably thought he was going to become Venom because this is, this is an all-black spider. There's no, like, no blue and red on it like some of them have. So these spiders, known as the True Widows, were found on the very continent 
uh, on every continent, rather, except Antarctica. The venom of these spiders contain a neurotoxin known as alpha-latroxin. This affects the nervous system and can cause symptoms such as severe pain, redness, and swelling around the bite, abdominal cramps, nausea, vomiting, tremors, and sweating. But despite their fearsome uh, reputation, these spiders tend to bite only in self-defense or in response to perceived threats. He was just scared and he bit this fucking boy. So he was found uh, passed Don't out the ground. Don't make excuses they were for this to... fucking spider. Oh, he was just scared, so he bit the boy. He was scared. No, You're not supposed to pick him up and lay him in your hand and shit. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, ugh. But this guy, uh, so, so so this guy, this kid, he picked it up, put it on his hand, and he was he was trying to make it bite him. He's like shaking his hand and patting, yeah. I guess, and then it bit him. They found him on the ground, electrocuting, and they brought him to a, a nearby third world shithole hospital. And luckily, he survived. Electrocuting. Yeah. <laughs> Poor fucking kid did not turn into Spider-Man. So yeah, he probably woke up so disappointed. Wouldn't that be some shit, though, if all of a sudden crime just stopped in that little town? You're like, what the fuck is going on here? And everyone just, like, just the start crime stopped and it was just fucking kid at night oh, swinging from building to building and shit? That'd be pretty cool, man. Hmm. Well, thankfully no one was seriously injured when a vehicle... A vehicle crashed through the front of a driving school in Colorado on Tuesday. Uh, the Lakewood Police Department shared a photo of the crash scene explaining the driver of the vehicle is an instructor at the business and was cited for a traffic violation. The crash happened at the Learn to Drive building along uh, Wadesworth Boulevard. However, the franchise owner tells 11 News the employee was not being an instructor at the time and it was only their second day on the job. Dude, that's fucked. That's, there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. This is a driving school, and your driving instructor drove through your fucking building. Who are you hiring? Uh, the like, fucking asshole in our neighborhood. Who are you hiring? The safety of our employees and students is paramount. The owner of the community driving school, uh, Steve Ro- Roman, uh, told 11 News. He was in his personal vehicle. We do our best to make sure that all our instructors and students are safe. This, this dude... <laughs> It was the second day. He was about to start teaching kids how to drive. Oh, my God. The driver was not publicly identified. Um, and the owner adds, the person responsible for the crash no longer works there. Mm. Oh, my God. I thought this was a meme. <laughs> Ex-user at Snowcap22 wrote on social media, Look up irony in the dictionary, and this is what you should see, another ex-user said. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't make that shit up. Mm-mm. Jesus. A, dri- a driving instructor drove into the driving school. How is that an accident <laughs> that people like make? You know, how, like seriously, how does that happen? Because like I've driven a lot of miles in my life. I, I've never once even like hit. I, mean, I wonder how old this person was. Was it like an eighty-year-old instructor, but and they still, hit the gas instead of the brake? But who the fuck hits the brake that hard <laughs> that you fly through something? You know, <laughs> I don't know. You start slowing down. I mean, it, it's a very hard thing to do. I'm, I'm trying to think how this happens. Because I think when I'm pulling up to the house, I take my foot off the gas, I slowly, you know, do what I got to do. And then you funny break, and then you break, and you're fucking done. I, I just, what the, just like, like something just doesn't work in their brain, I guess. Like a wire must be tripped or some shit. It's really fucking dumb. To, the person down here in our neighborhood did the same shit a couple of years back. Yes, they drove right the, through the front of their fucking house. Yeah, yep. the day it happened, we talked about it. Right through the house. How, what how the fuck are you doing? I would love to just go over there when they'd be like, hi, nerd voices. How the fuck did you do that? What happened? 
tarps, tarps were covering yeah. that huge ass wall for like yeah, months. Years. <laughs> I think they just got it fixed last week. All right, so listen to this one. Now. We're talking about a dumb teacher. I have a, a, a very sad thing that happened to a teacher here. This Virginia six-year-old's chilling words are now being told for the first time after they shot their first-grade teacher during class. It's been revealed in unsealed docs. Have you seen this? I I did see it, but I didn't read the article. Just like a six six-year-old is yes. so tiny, man. Little tiny hands holding a gun. All right, so. Dirty Harry has a very famous movie line. Do I feel lucky? Ask yourself, do I feel lucky? What do you think this child's words were when they were cocking the gun and they pulled the hammer back? What do you think they said to the teacher? A six-year-old. God. I shot that bitch dead. Oh, my God. Yes. And where did that kid learn that shit from? The boy said, I shot that bitch dead on uh, January 6th. Just moments after the shooting, according to Amy Kovac, a reading specialist at Richneck Elementary School in Newport News, Virginia. Kovac shot that bitch dead. Kovac rushed into the classroom afterward to restrain the child until police arrived. The unsealed warrants reported by local news outlets Tuesday described how Kovac heard a gunshot and witnessed several children run out the classroom. Their teacher, 25-year-old Abigail, uh, Abigail Warner, also dashed out, bleeding from the hand and upper torso, before she collapsed in the front office and was rushed to the hospital. The Warren says Kovac went into the classroom where she found the boy standing by his desk with the gun next to him on the floor. I did it, the boy also said, according to Kovac. I got my mom's gun last night. Earlier in the day, two students had told Kovac they saw the boy with a gun in his backpack. Wait, earlier in the day they told her they saw... Hold on a second. And this wasn't taken? Wow. Okay, so Kovac and the school administrator are said to have searched the student's backpack at recess. Oh, but they didn't find the firearm inside at that time. So then search the fucking classroom. This is a search his desk, search his cubby. A six-year-old brought a gun to... How the fuck does a six-year-old get this idea in their head? If a kid is saying, I saw it, yes, kids lie, but you better make sure... That it's not in that classroom. If it's oh, not in the book bag, bag, you need to fucking look everywhere in that classroom. Where was it? In his pocket? I mean, he's a six-year-old kid. Anywhere. He's tiny. You can't fit a gun in your pocket. Where the fuck was it? Did he have a fanny pack on? Shit. So anyway, uh, Zwerner's team filed a $40 million lawsuit against the Newport News School Board and certain administrators in April. Her lawyers contend that several school employees, including Zwerner herself, had warned administration before the shooting unfolded. When interviewed at the hospital after the shooting, as Warner told investigators she had separated her first grade class into two groups after recess for a reading activity when the boy pulled out the gun. What are you doing with that? The teacher said she asked before the boy fired a shot at her. So oh, he was God. holding it in his pants the whole yeah. time? I mean, he's six. That gun wasn't weighing his freaking pants down? Um, he, had multiple, he had multiple disciplinary incidents involving him leading up to the shooting and uh, threats of violence and physical uh, violence, too. Dude... Who are this kid's parents? I don't know, but they arrested the mom. They they got her. They got her. I mean, what do you do with this kid? He's six, and he he fucking shot somebody. You can fix that. I I, I think you could fix it. You could fix a six-year-old. I don't think the kid's at fault here. I, I really don't. The kids are bad because of their parenting, man. Well, where would you send them? Our kids are fucking amazing. If we gave our kids as babies to that same parent of this kid, they'd be out there shooting somebody. Yeah. It's not the kid. It's the parenting style, you know? 
I mean, of course, some people are born good, some are born bad. But I mean, in, in this case, I think it's definitely I mean, if he's, th- he's been threatening violence multiple, multiple times. Like, where do you send him? Like a boot yeah. camp? Do they have a boot camp for six-year-olds? To uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they like, do. They, they need to do something. Like, I, I don't even know. This kid needs help. Like, serious, serious intervention help. This is uh, this is one of the harder ones to talk about because when when it's a child involved and. It, they're throwing away their future, possibly. I mean, I, I have hope for this one. I really do. I, I don't want to say they're throwing away their future. I'm not going to go that far ahead. I'm, and someone I'm needs to investigate fine. that freaking household because he's yeah. learning this shit from somewhere. The kid saw a gun, knows what a gun is at you six know, years old. Talks like that. Talks like that, but that kind of language knows where the mom keeps the gun, knows how to use the gun. Yeah, I would look at like a, everything. everything. The neighborhood, the everything, household, the family. man. you got to look at the family tree, everything. Because, I mean, Babysitter. this is not the kind kind of behavior that a six-year-old should have why yeah. did why did no one step in and help with this baby you know it's fucked up to see no six-year-old talks like that like no. that's that's fucked up no, i shot that bitch i mean that's like a line from a fucking movie mm-hmm. all right so here's something out of a nightmare people um this article is going around on twitter today and this one was brought to my attention and i had to talk about this one because this is some of the gayest shit i've ever fucking heard in my life and there is a huge push out there to feminize masculinity. They don't want men being men anymore. And this is one of the most disgusting articles I've ever fucking read in my life. Straight men in bromances kiss, cuddle, and stand around naked together. No, they don't. And it's normal. Nope, no, no. That's the title of this next story. What is happening? Absolutely disgusting. That's like me saying, "Hey, I'm gonna go hang out with my friend David, and then we're we're gonna go watch a new movie, right? We're gonna go watch a, we're gonna watch a new Dracula movie tonight." And then you see pictures of me and David on Instagram holding hands and kissing. Yeah, no, naked. And that's normal. I come home and it's like, oh, oh, so did you guys have fun making out in the theater? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. We're bro- no, none of this is right, man. This isn't normal behavior. This is what they're trying to push as normal. And this article had like 24,000 retweets, tons of comments, all positive. This is nice. Men are finally becoming more. Oh, this is so Ken of you because they're trying to tie in the Barbie thing. Oh, my God. And they're trying to say that like Ken is, Ken is the new version of what a man should be because he's a bitch in the movie. He's Barbie's bitch in the movie, you know? So they're trying to say like that is what men should be. Men should be Ken now, and it's okay if men are feminine. It's okay if men are holding hands, if they're kissing, they're doing shit like that. Men shouldn't do men things. Don't go fishing. Why? Why are you lifting those fucking weights? Why don't you go fucking hold hands with Billy over there? You know what I mean? This is some weird shit. So one of the benefits of being in a bromance was the ability to have cuddle with your friends. Undergraduate students who took part in a study on male friendships have said this themselves. I would love to see straight men just cuddling. Dude, no. Please let me see that. There are videos of cuddle clubs online. Please, can can you get a, a, a Dude, friend and just, just cuddle? Let me... <laughs> all I need is one. Oh I don't want any friends like this. Oh, my God. I don't need any fucking dude friends. You can paint each other's nails. And this it, is why and I just... fucking hate dudes, man, because, because they're turning into this shit. So according to uh, research published in Sex Roles, a journal of research, there is a strong desire to cuddle and hug between bromantic friends, while kissing is just another way of showing affection. I can see hugging. Not a hug and hold, but I can see like a quick hug. Hey, how are you? Like you're just seeing each other after a long time, but I can't see like... 
This the other only crap. acceptable hug for men is like the handshake, pull in for a quick hug, pat yeah, on the back, and, the back and then and, and then yes. like you finish the cool handshake, do like a little gang sign thing at the end, and then what the fuck? I'm fucking trying to like looks like I'm playing rock paper scissors. They do that shit with their hands, and then they go whoa, and then they let go. <laughs> okay, no, that's ridiculous. Don't they like lean back, whoa, and they make a snap sound? They let their hands go or some shit. Listen, there's nothing wrong with bros giving each other a hug. Those quick hugs. Like, it has to be the handshake, pull in, quick, like, shoulder-to-shoulder tap, pat on the back. If they're straight, they ain't holding hands, and they're not kissing, and they're not, like, hanging out naked together. If you're holding hands... And you're swinging your arms. You're gay. There's you're you're not friends. You're in a fucking committed relationship. You guys just haven't figured out which one's the top and which one's the bottom yet. I mean, that's pretty much the situation here. You you have gay tendencies if you're in this kind of a friendship with another man. You're fucking curious about this shit, man. Yeah. Just stop fucking around and just do it already. You fucking weirdos. So one of the students involved told the authors, "You can lie in your bed with your bromance, have a cuddle, and just talk." Well, another said he understood it as having a cuddle buddy. A third thought, cuddling, hugging, and sex jokes were a core part of a bromantic friendship. It has been defined as an emotionally intense bond between straight men, and there's a picture of two men kissing him and a puke. In its conclusion, the authors wrote, they spoke about their desire to cuddle and hug with their bromantic friends. No. And 29 of the 30 men who took part said they had cuddled their bromantic partner. 89% of them liked it. No. Half of them kissed on the lips and like that as well. No. Mm-mm. I hug my bro and I tell him I love him and kiss him all the time. No. Participants also talk about how comfortable they were to be naked around their bromances. And one of them said, I live in a house with three other guys and there are massive bromances going on between us. Wink, wink. They all have monkey pox. I'm not reading any more of this one. Dude. This is fucking weird. This can't be real. Listen, this I can't mean, be a real story. Like this is a real fucking. Thing. This is a real thing, dude. Apparently, if if it's not real, it's something they want to happen. They're trying to normalize this shit. Is what they're trying to do. The more articles they put out there, the more people that have these like things that might be under the cover. They're going to see it, think it's like something. How you should old be doing. are these people? It's got to be like twenty year olds. Yeah, it, it's got to be like the the newer generation that's just coming up because the, the, that shit ain't fucking happening. I, I don't I don't see this happening anywhere either. I've, no. I've never seen it unless they were gay, you know. I mean, I, I I just if you're a dude and you have an intense need to like hug and kiss your your male friend on the lips, then you're then you're probably gay, dude. You know, and then there ain't nothing wrong with that. No, that's fine. But you're they're saying straight men. They're saying straight men. No, that's not. It's not a straight okay. man. No, this is a straight, straight men man don't behavior. do that. They don't do that. You just don't. I don't know. It's really fucking... It's really disturbing how they're... That's what they're doing, though, man. You know, like, they're, they're, they're trying to paint that they're image of, like, what I, men I are. Like they're trying to redefine roles in the, the traditional way that you view people in society and, like, what the male father role is supposed to be and how, you know, young couples aren't supposed to have kids because it's, it's, it's a more fulfilling life if you don't have children. They're trying to do that. They're trying to sterilize everybody with the COVID vaccine. The ones that aren't dying are sterilized. They're trying to do all sorts of weird shit because they don't want more people. That's the problem. And they, they, they want to encourage more of this weird fucking behavior, you know, that blurs the lines of what's real and fake. Oh, all right. Well, I have, last episode, I brought amazing shoes. They were s'mores oh. shoes. I have a new pair of shoes for everybody. If you love food, then footwear is increasingly becoming the go-to way to show it. Why is this happening? (laughs) What I'd like to say. I just don't get it. Lately, we've seen shoes inspired by s'mores. 
Jelly Beans, Candy Hearts, Taco Bell, 7-Eleven, and Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. And one of the go-to brands for such food meets fashion collaborations is Crocs, the makers of those foam clogs that either you really love or you pretend you can't stand. I fucking love my Crocs. They are the most comfortable fucking shoe I've ever owned, besides Uggs. I do. I miss my Uggs. But yeah, they are so comfortable. I'm surprised you like them so much. Um, with the ability to customize everything from the colors to those gibbets charms that pop into the ventilation holes, it's no wonder Crocs has become a rite of passage for branded merch. Joining that club this week is Pop-Tarts, but uh, unique to this partnership is a two-way twist. First and foremost, anyone buying the Pop-Tarts Croc-Tarts are getting a pair of shoes. In this case, it's a pair of plain off-white clogs that resemble an untoasted, unfrosted Pop-Tarts pastry. Um, The color choice is intentional and a reverse engineering of the inspiration of the partnership to begin with. And then to jazz things up, the Crocs come with a set of Pop-Tarts-themed gibbets charms, which include Frosted Strawberry and Frosted Wildberry Pop-Tarts, the Silver Pop-Tarts Foil Wrapper, the iconic Crazy Good slogan, and classic Pop-Tarts logo. I did see these. Mm-hmm. I would wear these. <laughs> I would wear these. I would wear these stupid fucking Crocs. Um, there's also a pair of red strawberry filling inspired socks included for good nature. Or I please, if you do not wear socks, with yeah. damn Crocs. <laughs> it's fucking yeah. weird. And don't fucking wear socks in the pool. <laughs> yes. While holding your Crocs in your hand, you fucking <laughs> idiot. That smile, yes. weird fucking dude. And the twist. Because plain Pop-Tarts look uh, so much like Crocs, the kit includes a box of unfrosted strawberry Pop-Tarts with berry-flavored gummy candy gibbets shaped like Crocs that can be affixed to the pastry with included edible glue. So you get a ton of shit with this Hmm. fucking package. Uh, What's that retail for? So you can literally have your Pop-Tarts Crocs and eat them too. Don't think limited edition items like this come easy. You'll have to win a chance to purchase them. Uh, starting August 9th, which was two days ago at 12 p.m., head to crocktarts.com to throw your name in a drawing, which will determine who gets to buy a pair of $70 Crocs. Oh. Uh, so that was August 9th. Uh, three additional drops will occur. So August 11th, which is today, 16th, and 18th. And 60 kits will be available in each round. I kind of want a pair of these Crocs. <laughs> well, the kids, I'm surprised, don't want them. Because they love Pop-Tarts. It's like their favorite fucking food. Yep. So they come with like little the little Pop-Tart pins and stuff. Like, Dude. you know, they're cute. And then you get, they send you Pop-Tarts. They send you socks. They send you the shoes. Like, fuck that. I, yeah. Okay. Not, I mean, that's not the worst thing in the world. But Pop-Tarts in general are freaking amazing. But the thing about Crocs that really interests me is how we were at the mall a couple of weeks ago. And there was a, a, a Croc accessory store. Yeah, the gibbets. Yep. There was like a million of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's got to be big business because I think they were like five ninety nine for each, and and all they are are like tiny little lapels that you put in the holes of the Crocs, mm-hmm. which defeats the purpose of having holes in your Crocs. I thought just <laughs> to let your feet breathe, right? So you're plugging them with these stupid, ugly fucking things, yeah. And you're walking around as a billboard for dumb shit. Needless to say, I don't have any in my in my Crocs yet. It's just I don't know, man. 
I mean, I just, I don't know. Those are, yeah. I like these better than the s'mores. The s'mores yeah. ones, I, I thought those were ugly. So, Sherry wanted me to let you know. What? <laughs> I was a little trepidatious here. That's a huge word. I'm very proud yeah, of myself for using it. What's going on there? I'm very trepidatious in telling you about this because this is a huge fear of yours. So, Sherry wanted me to let you know. Okay. Be careful when you go to the bathroom at night because this woman had to slam her lid back down when she saw a venomous snake in her toilet. Nope. Mm. Oh, this is my this is this is my fear, man. I'm telling you, all the snakes we got in this backyard, I'm surprised it hasn't happened. This woman had your worst nightmare happen to her. Her name is <sighs> Michelle Lesprawn of Arizona. She recently stumbled upon such a creature and sought the help of Rattlesnake Solutions to remove it. Operating throughout the Grand Canyon state, Rattlesnake Solutions often get calls to remove venomous snakes coiled up underneath some patio furniture. So it's considered quite uncommon when they got a call for a snake lurking about in someone's plumbing system. Uncommon? Give me a freaking break. How many stories do we... Uh, how many stories have we done since we started this podcast about snakes in the fucking toilet? Yeah, a lot, but maybe not in this area. Who knows? But one of the group's team members was dispatched to LeSpron's home in the Catalina Foothalls area of, tu- of Tucson after she found a snake inside of her toilet. After making multiple visits over the course of two days, the professional snake counter was finally able to get a hold of a black and pink coach whip. Ooh, that doesn't mm. sound good. No, I mean, it has a special fucking name that I never heard yeah. of, so it's got to be a badass. Uh, Twelve News spoke to Lesbron about the nightmare she encountered upon returning home from vacation. She said after her trip to Nashville, she was looking forward to sleeping in her own bed naturally, using her own bathroom. However, the privacy she thought she'd have wasn't guaranteed. I slammed the lid down right away when I saw it, she said, of the unwelcome visitor. A video recording of the removal shows a snake not looking very pleased to be taken out of its porcelain oasis. It was aggressive when humans tried to handle it, and it was going fucking nuts, man. So they got him out of there, and she claims that Nick at Rattlesnake Solutions is her absolute hero. So if you ever need help, you live in Arizona, call Rattlesnake Solutions. I'll take that snake out of your toilet and, uh, you know. I can take care of you, I guess. What do you think about the snakes being in the toilet? No. No? Mm-mm. And I don't think I could ever live in Arizona either. Oh. It's just super fucking hot. And isn't that one of the places that has, like, scorpions and shit, too? Yeah. Like, it ain't just, like, fucking snakes. There's, like, nasty spiders. A lot nasty of creepy crawlers fucking... there, yeah. I could never, like, all the power to you people that live out there. I Like, I don't know how you do it. But I guess if you grow up with stuff, you just get used to it. Yeah. I could never, like, moving down here, I'm still creeped out by walking in the backyard. Like, I just... I've never yuck. seen a... I saw one snake in person. That was it before I moved here. Yeah. And it was my friend's pet that he would just take everywhere at his fucking arcade we used to hang out at. He just had it there. I thought it was fake. And I squeezed its head. And I'm like, this is enough. And um, he's like, it's real. I'm like, oh my God, just squeeze a snake's fucking head. Surprised it didn't like, try to kill me. I don't know. Just yeah. there are some places. I like all the power to you people that have all these creepy crawlies because I can't deal with it. I would scream bloody fucking murder, man, if there was a... No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Everyone in this house would be awake. <laughs> I mean, fuck, you freak out over the dumbest shit. I'm surprised. So snake, I couldn't imagine how fucking annoyed I would be. The sounds, the shit that would be going down. I, I freak out over, like, a, like a tiny, tiny spider that's, like, so fucking small you can barely yeah. see it. I see it, and I'm like, holy fuck, and I'm, I'm all the way across the room. Yeah, you fucking run like you could just have stepped on that piece of shit. <laughs> like, just you running away from it probably killed it. Yeah, so Sherry wanted me to let you know one more thing here. Yeah, she, she, she's heard your pleas about how bad you want to steal someone's baby. 
Mm. You could just go to one of these places and get one for free. Oh, nice. There's a Bowling Green Baby Box as its second healthy baby surrendered this year. You ever just hear just sit right outside one of these boxes and just wait for a distraught mother just dropping one I don't think you off. get the kind of baby you want. <laughs> <laughs> a little wink at the camera there. Bowling Green, Kentucky had its second baby surrender this year at a safe haven baby box. That's horrible. Earlier this week, a healthy newborn was placed in the baby box at the Bowling Green Fire Department. This is the 15th location in Kentucky to install one. The fire department received one in December of 2022. According to a press release, the baby box has worked exactly as designed, and the newborn was pulled from the baby box in just over four minutes. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Like, I, I'm glad that there are these boxes out there. Because yeah. at least this baby didn't end up in a trash can somewhere. You know, yeah, or in a plastic bag. Prom night dumpster baby. That's like that's that horrible. Guy? I'm glad that this person actually dropped it off. So Kentucky's made anonymous surrender a priority through our program and has seen the benefit of being prepared to serve the vulnerable. I mean, they're temperature controlled and they sound an alarm to alert firefighters when this baby put in there. And then they come there, uh, retri- retrieve within three minutes or less. Once taken out the box, the baby's checked by medics, taken to the hospital, and in place of the family who will adopt the baby. See, I just need a lawn chair. Yeah. Lawn chair, cooler of some soda. Like, I'll, I don't care how long it takes. I'll sit right outside and wait for someone to come drop one off. And I'll just, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it in the car and come back home. Currently, there's 151 of these across Indiana, Arkansas, Ohio, Kentucky, Florida, New Mexico, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. They need more. There's a 24-hour hotline as well. It's sad that you have to do that. One eight six six ninety nine baby one. If you want to call these motherfuckers, mm-hmm. it's very sad. But you know what? Obviously, it works. I yeah. mean, they've they've gotten two babies. That's two babies that would have been dead otherwise. So yep. I think that's pretty much all you need to know, right there. You should have these everywhere. I think it's a great idea, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a mom and you're like, shit, I, I I don't believe in abortion, but I don't want to raise this baby either. There's your fucking solution. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Get get your life back. Don't kill the baby if, if you're too embarrassed to go to a doctor. I mean, I mean this, this is a great waited, solution. This one waited four days, right? Yeah. It was a four day old newborn. Yeah. Newborn probably crying. The she mom's was like, like, Fuck this. I can't do this. Yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm, like, I like the, these places so it doesn't end up in the fucking woods, you know? Bigger parents. Whatever. Fucking very easy if you give it a chance. It's fucking simple. But yeah. some of these people just can't handle. They're too. They're too selfish. You know. I don't think any parent out there who's there for their children can be considered selfish because you give up your entire life once you have one. Yeah. A- at least the good parents do. You give up your entire fucking life. You got nothing. It's all about <laughs> your them. Life and your money. You hand your <laughs> life over to them, and you're like, all right, it's all about you now, kid. I mean, that's what yep. a good parent does. This person is not a good parent, so it's a good thing they got rid of this child. No, that's good. To the raising the motherfucker, you know. You got anything else? No, I'm good, man. We we went super long in the intro. We we're good. We're, we're good, man. We got a fucking good weekend coming up, too, I think. Do There's we? a lot of good shit, but we'll get into that after we get this asshole story out of the way. And I don't know why the fuck you love this segment so much, no matter how much I try. You said you weren't going to be as high, so you would remember. <laughs> I, I, listen, you know what? I, I, I still can't remember. <laughs> too much high. It's part of me getting to the segment. I mean, this has become a thing here. I have I to ask this no, question. No, you don't have more. to ask a stupid fucking question. Well, I, you know what? We've been talking it's about it for so much, one. I forgot why you like it. There you go. Thank you. God damn Piece it. of garbage. <laughs> So listen, this is going to be too a good vulgar. One. You are, you are. They said it to me that my co-host was too vulgar. I know. So that's you. Um, you need to hurry up and get to the sponsor of this segment. Oh, your favorite sponsor of the show, our friends over at Binoy.com. <laughs> we're we're uh, 
were having some difficulties at this time. Me and, me and Bionware were not getting along, but they still do have the best uh, THC product on the market. Man, you got to go to binoid.com and check out sister site Blooms Hemp. That's B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com and use your code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on the best THC on the market. You get some wax, the dabs, the pre-rolls, the uh, peach rings, watermelon slices, the peanut butter cups, the... Uh, what else do they got now? They got the uh, mushroom candy bars. They got all sorts of shit on that cookies. website. The mm-hmm. cookies, those cookies, man, they, they they put me in retirement, man. They fucking sent me right down the path of I got to fucking start, start start taking a look at the shit. That's take a step back here, man. Put me in Pluto for a while. But yeah, they, they definitely work as advertised people. If you want to go see Jesus Christ himself, take a couple of these cookies and you'll be talking to him in no time. Go to Binoid and uh, use our code NERD to save all that free shipping and all that good stuff, man. Good stuff at Binoid. I love them. You ready? Yes. All right. So this person wants to know, would I be the asshole for refusing to around my husband's kids and staying at a hotel every time they visit? What the fuck, lady? Mm-hmm. Would I be the asshole for, for refusing to around my husband's kids? So refusing to be around my husband's kids, I'm guessing is what they're trying okay. to say here. <clears throat> so this is going to be another one of these fun ones to read. You know what? That you can is tell we don't decline. proofread. We don't proofread our shit. Why? I like to be authentic. I like to read. This just goes to show how low the level of education is in the United States where people can't even write a fucking sentence. Would I be the asshole for, for refusing to around my... They're refusing to what, lady? You know, in this person's defense, though, Apple does this thing Well, you'll be writing a sentence and it'll, like, delete half of it. Does it? It does it to me all the fucking time. Really? What the hell are you all trying the time. to type? I'll be saying something. Like, I'll be like, uh, all right, so... Uh, Holy shit, did you see what just happened? It'll say, holy shit, just happened. Huh. And and, and then, like, she'll say, what, you're not paying attention? I'll say, no, I watched it, but it's like, you know, like, what just happened? It wasn't what I was going to say. Did you see what just happened? It, it'll delete a certain part of the sentence to make it look like I was trying to see something. It's just what It happens. changes my words. Like, yeah. If it doesn't approve of what I'm saying, like, it doesn't recognize that's what it's my doing. abbreviation or whatever it changes it to something completely different I'm like no motherfucker yeah. and then I retype it like three more times and I'm like this is what I yeah. fucking want I don't know yeah that that does drive me crazy with Apple but yeah it drives me fucking insane I have to do something with my keyboard on the phone like I never use my phone and it's always on the iPad and this thing's like the original screen's not even on it the fucking thing's all bent and destroyed so it, it's hard to type as it is but when it starts to try to like suggest a word if, if you go too fast, it'll just delete the word entirely. Like, no, you take my suggestion or fuck what you're trying to say. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just trying to defend this fucking asshole person. <laughs> so I'm already defending them, and they're probably going to be an asshole anyway. So let's get to it here. So my husband has a daughter who's nine and a son who's seven. Their mother is very, very crazy. The children have asked my husband if they could be with my husband full time, and he has been collecting evidence for at least three months to prove how crazy she is. She wasn't always this crazy. We weren't friends or anything, but we could have a civil conversation at one point. Her partner ended their relationship and she just completely changed. I feel like she's taken all the anger out on me. In the past five months, she's come to our home multiple times to scream at me and call me all sorts of insults. Luckily, she does not do this when the kids are over. She screamed at me twice in public and has harassed me online for months now. She screams at me that she does not want me around her kids. I've kept it together uh, for the children for the past five to six months now, but I'm truly sick and tired of her. My husband keeps saying to hold on for just a little bit longer. Not to sound impatient, but how long does it take to prove that she's an insane and unfit bitch? It takes a long time, man. Yeah. That's a family court situation. You've got it like you need a shit ton of evidence. You can't just go walk in there willy-nilly and be like, ah, unfit to be a parent. Like, no, you need, like, solid proof. I'll tell you what, man. 
That has got to be the worst court system. Yeah. Because especially when we were in New York, I forgot we had to go to that building for something. Because the courthouse was, was was for multiple things. And you had like the family court office and there was something else there. And I remember we went there one day and there was a ton of people and we're like, what the fuck's going on over there? And we looked at the sign and said family court. We're like, oh shit. Yeah, it's a big so people. office building. Everyone's over there crying. They've all got their lawyers. <laughs> you see men and women all fucking like pissed off and angry at each other. I can only imagine because there's so many people that are going through that mm-hmm. that don't want to have anything to do with their kids, especially in a shithole state like New York. You're just a folder in a fucking file cabinet, man. No one cares about your case. Everyone thinks they're important. I can only imagine the stress level working there. So she yelled at me for the second time this past Sunday in a grocery store, and she repeated that I'm a slut, that I'm pretending to be nice and I shouldn't be around her kids. So she lost her person and wants her old guy back, as, as I think is what's going on here, you think? Yeah. I ended up walking away and going home. I told my husband I'm not going to do as she wishes and stay at a hotel every time the kids are here, so I don't want to be around them. He begged me not to do that and to keep together for the kids' sake. It's already taken a toll on him as it is. My sister told me that I'm selfish for even suggesting the solution and that I should just keep it together like my husband said and stay around the kids. I'm genuinely over it. This is the second time she's publicly humiliated me and I just want this to end. Would I be the asshole if I avoided the kids to avoid the situation? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because it's they, the problem is the kids. The kids are going to see this as they're doing something wrong. You don't like them. Like, they don't realize that, you know, that it's an adult situation. Yeah. You know, so you taking yourself out of the equation and every time the kids come over, you're not there anymore. They're going to think that you don't like them. And that's because they're super young. These aren't teenage kids where they would, you could sit them down and explain the situation. Yeah. These are young children who are not going to understand that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, their stepmother is just gone and they haven't seen her in forever because, yeah. you know, they don't get it. And you yeah. can't sit down and explain that to them because they're still going to think somehow that it's their fault. So, yes, you're an asshole. Suck it up. Your husband's already doing everything he possibly can to prove this shit, but you can't just go in there with a small bit of evidence. You need, yeah. like, fucking shit to back it up. Yeah, you don't want to let her win either. You, you can't, you can't no, let her you think can't. she has any power in that gonna, household. Yeah. Who knows if you're not around what the fuck she's going to do. No, she must have been a real piece of garbage for him to have custody anyway. She had to have been really fucking bad because, I mean, in most states, the woman just gets full rights immediately, which I always thought was unfair. I always thought oh, it should no, be I don't think full investigation. Because the kids are now asking him if they could stay with him full time. Yeah. Well, in, in the beginning of it, she said something about it being like a fucked up situation. She's so bad that he has the kids or some shit. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. This is like, like, do not. That person also couldn't form a sentence in the beginning. So, <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> might be getting a little too much credit here. Yeah, I don't know. She's definitely, I'm so, in my opinion, she's you, an asshole. You, so you, you think she's an asshole if yeah. she stays away? Like, I understand that sucks. And that sucks, man, having to deal with an ex. In public like that? Involved. In public... But she did the right thing. She like she turned around and walked out. Like, because yeah. I, I wouldn't deal with it either. I'd be like, oh, fucking shut like up, you bitch. Fucking and annoying just, bitch. Yeah. And right out I go. Yeah. Like it's embarrassing. But like this is. Uh, I don't have an opinion I mean, on this one. I guess I would have to say she's she, she's not the asshole. Like, there's nothing you could do. Just suck it up. Just yeah. suck it up. Like it sucks. Like there's not. Get a restraining order, maybe. Although that that shit doesn't work. So. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. But maybe if you get in a restraining order, that's another piece of evidence. We had to get a restraining order out this and, because and she, she was following me to the store. Yeah. 
you know, like that's another piece of it. Like there are things that can be done. Like just suck yeah, it up. Yeah, because you get all the witnesses and, there too. Like, yeah. hey, you guys want to stick around? The cops are going to show up, and I need someone to tell me and tell them that this bitch went nuts on me for no exactly. reason. Exactly. Yeah. All like, right. Yeah, that makes sense. There, are, there are things that can be done, man. Like, you won me over. She's an asshole. Yeah, she is. Like it, it, when it comes to kids, you just you can't you yeah. can't do that. Especially if you're married to this motherfucker, you're going to put those kids regardless for this the rest is your of their life. life now. Yeah. This is the life you chose. You chose and, into it, bitch. You married into this shit. Yeah, you can't run from it. So. Can't go to a baby box and just pick up a fucking child and unless you live in those select states. Yeah. Well, well, that's a good sign too that people are keeping their children. If there's only two that were in that baby box, by the way. Just going back to the other one. I mean, that's only two, and yeah, there was December and now that recent one. So I mean, it's people are keeping their children at least. So, are are they just getting fucking abortions like the Democrat? I don't know. What are you doing this weekend? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing. <laughs> that's it. uplifting. I'm not doing um, it. I'm not doing it. I have, I don't think I'm. Um... Dude, I don't think I'm doing anything. Yeah. I, I literally watched everything, so I'll be twiddling my thumbs this week. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be hanging I out trying know. to get some fucking sleep. Yeah. I actually got some shit to do this weekend. I don't know what the hell. Uh, I keep looking at movies. Ray, Ray none, of them, none of them interest me, the movies on the website, so like I, I don't. Yeah. I'm lost this weekend. I'm fucking screwed. No fights. But, no. Maybe maybe I'll watch Ray Donovan. Maybe I'll come in here and bother you. Well, like, you said you're gonna watch Ray Donovan. I'll again? come in here and, and watch an episode with you and be like, oh yeah. We watched we watched about 15 minutes when yeah. I was actually paying attention. I was like, oh, this is not too bad. That's what got me to want to see it. Was that it looks pretty good. I'm, you know, yeah. glad you both are watching it. That's oh, pretty good. Other than that, I'll, that's what I'll be doing. Watching Ray Donovan. Uh, I I kind of want to see this other movie, Don't Talk to Me or some shit like that, or or Talk to Me. I think it's called. It's a horror movie. They're saying that it's supposed to be the scariest movie since The Exorcist or some shit. So. Oh, God. Yeah, I want to check it out. It was like, don't talk to me or talk to me. Something like that. I'm going to check it out. If it's a good quality. But other than that, I got nothing. Tell me where you can find us. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms. And Voice of Misery podcast at gmail.com. 